Hi, everybody. In today's episode, I get to interview Shireen DeBrien, who is a field archaeologist who has experience in both UK archaeology and also South African archaeology. I hope you enjoy the episode and, you know, get yourself a learning. Hey, everybody. This is Throw Me in a Ditch, an archaeology podcast with your host, Annabelle. It's me. I'm here with Shireen DeBrien. Hi, everyone. Who are you, Shireen? I am an archaeologist, hopefully. You are. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so um, I'm Shireen. I'm an archaeologist. Um, I'm from South Africa. Recently moved to the UK for for archaeology. Currently one of your co-workers. Um, You work with me? Sometimes. Sometimes? Sometimes. We're in close vicinity. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. That's good to know. Apparently, I don't know my coworkers. No, I'm kidding. I do. Um, why are you here? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> why are you here? Why are you on this rock? I don't know. Um, so you're an archaeologist. Like, can you tell me a bit about like your background with archaeology? Yeah. Like how you found out about it, got interested in it, sort of thing. Yeah. Well, um, so. To start at the beginning oh, the of the second beginning. part of your question. So how did I get into oh, archaeology? Second, what about the first part? It follows the, the second part. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so I've kind of always kn- like known that I wanted to do archaeology. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you, when we started talking about doing the podcast, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. how am I, how I going to explain like, why I'm doing archaeology? Yeah. And I remember... In primary school, in grade seven, I guess mm-hmm. it's like age, um, like 12, 13 okay, cool. in South Africa. Um, right. I, I don't remember the context, mm-hmm. but for some reason I thought that we were going to write an exam. And one of the questions is going to be, you have to explain what you want to do when you grow up. Why okay. they would have counted as an exam question with marks, Oh yeah. don't know. But I remember okay. like going up to a teacher and explaining to them, mm-hmm. when I grow up, I want to like go to Egypt, ancient Egypt. I'm interested mm-hmm. in the mummies, um, cool. like looking at the things that people were like using in the history, mm-hmm. maybe not in those exact words. And I was like, but, but yeah. what do you call it? And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, it's archaeology. So okay. I, I've known that I've wanted to be an archaeologist since then. Yeah. And that kind of guided me through high school in the subjects I chose, mm-hmm. which was, of course, history geography you know the basics um, or the standard and then a bit of biological science Hmm. yeah so fancy yeah so in south africa from grade like 10 so that's i guess 16 Mm -hmm. you you kind of choose the subjects you want to pick like that sets you Mm -hmm. ahead for further study if that is what you want to do okay so to get into university each like course in high school and your final year Counts a specific mark okay. for admission. Um, and depending on what field you want to study, there are certain mm-hmm. requirements you need to take yeah. in your final year. Okay. And cool. because I wanted to do archaeology, history, geography, it makes sense. It's that line of, mm-hmm. like, in our discipline. Yeah. And I'm not good at maths. <laughs> I had maths yeah. and I did really well. Oh, that's good. Like, I'm, Pythagoras is my best friend and oh. that's all I know. Yeah. I mean, I know other stuff, but it's the thing we use. Yeah. Use like often, I guess. Oh, yeah. depends. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I'm not uh, like chemistry or Ooh. like what do you call like 
like waves. Physics? And physics. Is it physics? I don't know. There's sound waves. Sound waves, so yeah. So that's I, physics, I think. Physics and chemistry. Yeah. Okay. My, but biology, biological sciences, I loved. Okay, So cool. those were the three three subjects I chose. And All right. went to university, um, took archaeology as my major. Okay, Because uh, cool. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, archaeology um, at the University of Pretoria is mostly focused on Southern African archaeology. Okay. So... Um, Iron Age, a little bit of Stone Age, and a little bit of historical. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I did. Okay, Iron cool. Age archaeology with anthropology and yeah. um, ancient cultural sciences. Okay. So yeah, that's Whoa. that's me. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm actually very happy that you did well in math. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't. I got an award on awards night my senior year from my math teacher. Just for keeping, just for continuing my mathematical education, because he thought that as soon as math became an option for me, I just drop out. And you didn't. I you didn't. Pushed through. Yeah, yeah, I was called. It was the marathon runner. Oh. And I was like, first of all, bold of you to assume I would run a marathon. That's just not for <laughs> I'd me. Walk it. <laughs> exactly. I'd walk it. Maybe I'd walk a couple miles. Get tired. Yeah. Take a nap. I was like, bold of you to assume. But yeah. Pythagorean. Is that the hypotenuse, like A squared plus B squared equals C squared? Yes. See, I remember something. Yeah. 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 No, and it, it's useful because um, that's what we use for one by one squares. Not here, though. One by one I, square. One by one meter blocks. Cubes? Cubes. Units? Units. Yes. Cool. But not here. We use, okay. we use slots, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We're like, there's something there. Isn't it? <laughs> okay, that's cool. Um, so, like, you did it archaeology in uni for your undergrad. Do you have a master's or anything? I do. So, um, also in South Africa. So, yeah. I'm going to talk a lot about South Africa because that's kind of my experience. Um, you do your basic bachelor degree, which mm-hmm. is a three-year degree. Okay. And then you do a fourth year. And, uh, it's an additional degree called an honors degree, which okay. you need to do a master's degree in South Africa. So oh, I did okay. my um, honors degree in archaeology at mm-hmm. the University of Pretoria. Yeah. Did a year internship um, at the Forensic Archaeological Research Center. Mostly oh. I was scanning documents, yeah. um, like creating a digital archive. That's what my role was. But I did get to excavate a few human remains, Ooh. also decomposing pigs. That was that was fun. It was okay. very interesting. Um, I don't know. If, maybe don't listen now if you don't want to hear. But very soupy. Oh uh, no! Yeah, but oh. it, was, it was good. It was, that was a good experience because it kind of opened up the world of forensic mm. archaeology to me, and it, okay. it led me to do a, another honors degree in physical anthropology afterwards. Oh, cool. So, yeah, bioarchaeology kind of became a, a second interest yeah. of mine. Um, after my, my internship and the honors degree, I did my master's degree. Mm-hmm. I was very lucky I received a scholarship from yeah. the um, British Foreign Commission Ooh. called the Chevening Scholarship. Yeah. If you are a yeah. South African or Commonwealth student, please look into mm-hmm. that. Good for you. Yeah. You guys should do it, though. You should you. definitely. It it's cool. a good opportunity. It's a good, good network to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I did my master's degree at UCL. Um, Yeah, and then that was my first kind of opportunity to engage in Egyptian archaeology, which has always been, since that 13-year-old question, what is archaeology? That is, yeah. So I did a bit of Egyptian archaeology. You like Egyptian archaeology. Um, I do. Do you like the mummy? 
Brandon Fraser. Uh, yes. Yes. Of okay. I I'm yeah, yeah, ignoring yeah. the new one that never happened. Yeah. I never saw it. I don't remember seeing it. I never saw it. Yeah. Um, no, the, it's a good. It's like a classic. Yeah, like, it is. To, yeah. It is. Yeah. Is it like your? Is it like your favorite like archaeology related film, or what's your favorite archaeology related no. piece of fictional media? No. I mean, it's a good film. It's okay. definitely top five. Okay. Um, top five. Wait a second. Well, <laughs> Do I know that many Do you? Films? Do I? I don't know. Um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana I don't know. I'm like, wait, so we got four. We have the fifth one coming yeah. out. So that's five right oh, there. Oh, yes. There's probably going to be a top ten. Yeah. But no, um, in terms of like films or like cinema or like series, yeah. um, I'm going to fall back to Stargate. Okay. Because there's also yes. a story. So, um, and it's it's like a, like a cute story for me, like something I hold dear. Because my dad is also like into sci-fi and especially yeah. Stargate. Yeah. yeah. So in like high school on a Friday, like this was mm-hmm. him and my sister. This was our like activity. Mm-hmm. We'd go to the DVD shop. If yeah. you don't know what a DVD is, it's a CD with like four episodes <laughs> yep. of a series. And we'd go to the DVD shop and we'd yeah. like find like the next like episodes Ooh. and we'd like take two CDs, I think, so yeah. eight episodes, and that would last us the weekend. Okay, so after yeah. that, we'd, we'd be watching that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Stargate's oh. definitely up there. I mean, it's fine. It's also, that. it's Egyptian, it's archaeology, it's space yeah. travel. It's, it's yeah. got everything. It so, really yeah. does. Yeah. It's great. It's a great movie, great series. Oh, yeah, there's a movie as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good. Lot. Yeah, no. It keeps you busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really does. But, um, so we got fictional. Yep. What about nonfiction? Any good documentaries? I like. Do you I, watch documentaries? No, I don't watch documentaries. Uh, I don't. I think you don't like to get an education when you're not working. <laughs> no, I do. do uh, but I just, I don't know. I find it, bo- and I shouldn't say that because they're not boring. But Are I, they? I think they just they're tiring for me because we do the archaeology in the day. Yeah. Like in my free time, I do like to go to museums and like I do like to visit. Like heritage places, mm-hmm. but documentaries, I don't know. I've it hasn't stuck with me. Okay. Yeah. But I, like, oh. I do. I do have a but. You do have and, a but. Um, Look at you with your notebook. Yeah, Once no. again, my guest is like <laughs> making me feel underprepared for my own podcast by having. A full-on notebook with I've, many I notes. I haven't looked at it once for. for you haven't. That's no, really good. No. Yeah, I'm speaking. I think from I've the heart. looked at it more than you have. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, this it is freaking me like out. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, why did you write that down? <laughs> why does X marks the because, spot? Because I was listening to your previous podcast or, or your next podcast. I don't know. Or maybe. just a podcast. A podcast, and they were talking about quotes. Yeah. Um, of Indiana Jones, and I was like, you should, you should say this, person. It, yeah. Sydney. What it does is, it say? It says, X does not mark the spot. I think, yeah. It does if I have my trowel and write I X think, on I it. make it, yeah. yeah. But I think it's more on the map. Oh, yeah. 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 But backtracking, but, but back, back to the, okay. the butt. Yeah. Um, I do listen to podcasts, not okay. just this one. Okay. But um, I've mentioned this a couple of times, mm. Law. Um, by Arunanki. <laughs> yeah. I've like that's I, one of my favorites, and I was okay. introduced to it by a colleague um, that I worked with in my previous mm. previous job as a commercial archaeologist, and it's really fascinating combining history, archaeology, law, mythology, mm. um, and people like stories of people. I, I really mm. enjoy that. That's that's a good podcast. 
And then the other podcast that I really like is um, called Afterlives by Cara Cooney. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she is a professor of Egyptology, mm-hmm. and her podcast is mo- mainly focused on on Egypt, ancient Egypt, and mm-hmm. she takes these what she calls deep dives into specific topics mm-hmm. that, like, it's things you're interested in and you maybe touch on them in class, but you don't get that in depth discussion or like the mm-hmm. discussion you would have in the pub. So okay. she does those podcasts. So yeah, that, those right. are the two two right. favorites that I like to listen to. Yeah, cool. I can jump between them. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have any like real life archaeologists you know that inspire you, you look up to, anything like that, excluding me and <laughs> our coworker Sydney? Yeah, yeah. We have a, a very like big group of great um and supportive coworkers yeah. where we are. So yeah, definitely they up they do uplift, especially when you're in the in the mud and digging. Yeah. They do uplift you. They really do. Yeah. I don't like the mud. Do you like the mud? I, I don't prefer the mud. I don't like the mud. Yeah. It confuses me every day that I'm an archaeologist who doesn't like mud or dirt. And yet that's what we do. We that, with, with, like yeah. digging dirt from dirt. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But no, I mean, I I must say that like, there's lots of, been lots of professors, mm-hmm. um, lots of previous um, employers that have supported me yeah. um, throughout my career. And I'm not going to name specifics you know confidentiality yeah. and all um but if if they do get to listen to this i thank you for for supporting me for motivating for encouraging yeah um and i think that's really important as a young archaeologist especially maybe a young female archaeologist mm. um where this discipline has been very male orientated um getting support mm. from people yeah. older that's already are they in academics or in commercial archaeology like guiding you giving you support like saying mm. yeah this is an opportunity that fits you. Go for it. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's, there have definitely been people um, that have inspired me, that have motivated cool. me. Yeah, that's awesome. Cool. Um, what's your favorite thing about being an archaeologist? About being an archaeologist, um, I think um, coming from South Africa, being involved in Southern African archaeology for so since completing my masters. That was 2017, so the last four or five years. Cool. Um, being able to travel around South Africa, um, seeing cool. the, the different places, the, the archaeology, the people, the communities. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's always my favorite thing. And being able to do same thing here mm-hmm. and being able to make that jump from South Africa to the UK, um, doing archaeology, traveling, we do get to travel um, to other cities and yeah. yeah, see okay. see the UK. It's, yeah. it's great. That's my favorite thing. Cool. What's your least favorite thing? My least favorite thing? Like, I don't like the cold. Okay. I mean, but you can't control the weather. That's so true. So you always need to be positive. So my least favorite thing... Oh, I had a good good answer. Now I have to just think... Oh, do you have it in your notebook? I don't. I don't, no, I don't no. have it in... It's, the notebook it's, it's, lets it's you down. No, it's not in my notebook. It's... Oh, I need to get I need to get back to you on this one. Okay. Yeah. Let me think. All right. What's your favorite type of cheese? Oh, I'm not a cheese person. You're not a cheese no. person. No. Oh my god. Yeah. What kind of person are you if you're not a <laughs> cheese person? I don't know. I, like I do like a good like cheesy pizza or okay. like a like a good toasted cheese. Okay. Recently, like for lunch, like the toasted, like the buns with the toasted cheese on top. Yeah. That's been really good. But okay. yeah, I'm, I guess I'd be plain and say like cheddar. Cheddar. Okay. Yeah. Cheddar's a solid choice. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Cheddar Man? I haven't. He was like, in, he was 
a really old dude that they found in a cave in, I think, Cheddar. Oh, is that in France? No, it's here in the UK. Oh. Yeah, oh. Cheddar Gorge. That's it. Okay. So, yeah, um, Cheddar Man. Cheddar Man. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the few old things old I know. Tales. Okay. Oh, no, just an old thing I know. Old, old thing, a fact. Yeah. Fact, you know? Fun fact. Fun fact. Cheddar Man. Fun fact, I remember what I... What my answer would have been to your previous question. Oh, you do? Okay. Yes. So, um, as an archaeologist now, um, working in the UK, like, our scope is very limited into, we get to site, mm-hmm. we dig our slot, well, half section of a ditch or mm-hmm. a pit. Yeah. Um, the thing I really, not dislike, but something I wish we'd had maybe a little bit more insight into or a little mm-hmm. bit more... Um, something we could get involved in is what happens after like like mm-hmm. what happens to the artifacts I, I understand that they get processed and i understand that process but i wish we were a bit yeah. more like actively involved in that process okay to to kind of see how it all fits fits yeah. together and i know the reports are in the public domain but it's it's different being a part of the team yeah and just reading about it so that's the one thing i i, I dislike it's that okay i want to do everything but yeah. there's only so much time, and of course it's a business, yeah. so there's only so much money. That is true. Yeah, I, I guess that's it. Okay, let's see, let's see. What are your archaeological goals? What do you hope to do, see to do, anywhere you want to go? Yeah, yeah. Where you been? Well, I, I think from our conversation, hopefully, yeah. like... It's become clear yeah. that I'm interested in ancient Egypt. Yeah. So I would love, okay, so from a personal, like a growth point of view, mm. would love to um, hopefully eventually one day do my PhD cool. in, in Egyptian archaeology, maybe something related to funerary or um, human remains. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I, I don't know if I would want a purely academic career, mm-hmm. maybe still keep my foot in commercial archaeology. Okay. Um, I don't know if you could do best, like do both, like have best of both, because um, I think the skills that you learn in both are, are useful. They are transferable. Oh. So yeah, that from a personal point of view, I would I would like to do. Um, just in general for archaeology, like where it's going, the direction it's going. I think um, like having more support for early career archaeologists, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're coming from university and you're not sure, yeah. like there, there needs to be some kind of step that you can take um, mm-hmm. where you, you either get more mentorship. I know if you do a degree, you have support from your supervisor, mm-hmm. usually. But, but yeah. when you step into commercial archaeology, like there's no real person, apart from your manager, but they're busy. I mean, it's business. Yeah. There's, there's no person that's guiding you professionally mm-hmm. so i would like to see that happening and i know the societies here um and the, the accreditation bodies are working towards that yeah. but um, i really hope it you know becomes something that's implemented sooner rather yeah. than later um and the other thing that i want to mention is in like transforming archaeology mm-hmm. um, working with communities and this reflects back to my past um experience in south africa is Transforming archaeology where communities are more actively involved cool. um, in their own archaeology. It's become really important, like having yeah. communities, yeah, forming part of the process. Um, but also have uh, not them f- 
forming part as them playing a side role, but them actively becoming archaeologists themselves. Okay. I think that's that's a good way for transforming archaeology um, mm -hmm. from a local perspective, but then also ensuring that there are opportunities. Like it, it does. Like we can have x many archaeologists that are local, but if there aren't mm -hmm. like opportunities in terms of positions yeah. that's sustainable, like what's the point? Okay, yeah. So that's something I think we really, as a community um, mm -hmm. of archaeologists, we need to think about, like, how do we make it sustainable for for the people here yeah. and the people in future who, okay. who are going to take over the reins? How are we going to make it yeah, yeah sustainable and, and, I guess, I don't know what the word would be, better? Okay, yeah, cool. Not a good word, but yeah. No, I got yeah. you. That's cool. Yeah. Um, this is random, but going back to your previous experience in like south africa yeah how does it compare to like what we're doing here in the uk because you mentioned math yeah and dirt moving <laughs> blocks or cubes or something yeah one is by one that, squares yeah yeah is that similar to what they do in canada or do i you can think... not speak a lot about canada unfortunately i don't know a lot okay. but i i think to a degree yes from from what i've heard okay um, from speaking with sydney so in terms of commercial, so academic archaeology, I think yeah. it's the same almost everywhere. Okay. Like, it's very structured because it's designed yeah. to a specific research question, a specific okay. research aim, and they have a lot more time. So there's a lot more finely, like, detailed excavation that you could do. So yeah. setting up proper one-by-one-meter, like, grids mm -hmm. over your, your excavation area um, and, like, marking out features, mm -hmm. I think is standard. I don't know. Is that not something you do? I don't know. I'm oh. just here for the vibes. Oh, okay. Um, I'm assuming that's yeah. the standard for, for academic. I don't, yeah, I'd never um, went on an academic day. Oh, really? Yeah, no, it yeah. wasn't. Um, well, I didn't do my undergrad in archaeology yeah. or anthropology or anything oh, okay. like that. And then um, my only degree in, in, in archaeology is my master's. Yeah. But um, it and was that's, pretty. That's from here? Yeah, it was from Liverpool. Mm -hmm. So it was pretty difficult for me to just schedule writing my dissertation with doing field, field work yeah field work like a year and it's yeah yeah it's, it's so instead what i did was that i did um a community dig mm -hmm. during the entire summer yeah. since it was volunteer i could just pull up whenever i had the chance yeah. which was like at least once a week or so that's nice yeah um and then i did another dig in york um, that was like a mini field school. It was actually really helpful. Yeah. I learned how to do a bit of, or like, um, did a lot more planning and using, like, dumpy levels to yeah. figure out, you know, heights and all that great stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Never did an academic okay. anything. Yeah, no, so, I mean, it's yeah. it's a little bit different mm -hmm. um, because you, you generally tend to focus on one area okay. um, that's related to your research question. Cool. Um, I mean, uh, we dig with spoons at one of the sites I was on an yeah. Iron Age, uh, I mean, a Stone Age yeah. site, because the 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 density of the stone tools were just so much that you couldn't scrape it with a trial. Like, you'd have Whoa. to use a spoon. So a spoon has now become part of my toolkit. Yeah. Because that's what you yeah. use. Yeah. And I mean, we couldn't wear shoes because you just Whoa. kick around so much of the artifacts. Yeah. Whoa. Like, you'd have to be really careful. So yeah, that's when like a grid becomes really important because it gives you okay. like almost pinpoint accuracy of where things come from. Mm -hmm. If your intention is to look at how many artifacts per cubic square or mm -hmm. centimeter of like deposit. Okay. So that's academic 
archaeology okay, in cool. commercial archaeology so in south africa um, a lot of commercial archaeology is obviously um all archaeology in essence mm. is guided by the heritage law the act 25 of 1999 not that mm. it's important for anyone you get all technical I yeah mean, so you're like oh, yeah yeah so that is, that's kind of the main um piece of legislation that guides archaeology okay um in in south africa yeah so, cool. but in terms of commercial archaeology we do what's called environmental impact assessments and then heritage impact assessments which is your archaeological component forms mm-hmm. a part of that and in the uk kind of that's where we are as well we're, we're part yeah. of the whole impact assessment of development you know yeah. and part of that is assessing what impact um, the development is yeah. going to have on your heritage okay. or the historical or cultural landscape of a certain site. Yeah. So in South Africa, we would do um, what we call survey. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you call it field walking, yeah, but it's basically okay. that's it. You walk up and down, you walk transects with yeah. a GPS and you just record okay. um, with coordinates and photographs what you find, you make your notes mm-hmm. and you write your report with recommendations. Cool. Um, that could then include either further recording by an historical architect if it's a building mm-hmm. um, if it's graves there's a grave relocation that can take place depending okay. um, on like it becomes complicated because because with grave graves are very sensitive mm-hmm. everywhere but especially in South Africa and there's lots of living communities um, mm-hmm. associated generally with burial grounds okay cool. so you you'd have to get permission from the as you always should get yeah. permission from families um, but it, it becomes very complex um, with very poor communities. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to find a way to mitigate the risk to the graves, mm-hmm. um, but also kind of ensuring that development continues. And, you, you know, you, you're the middleman. Mm-hmm. So if, if the graves are moved, um, there's a whole separate process that goes into that. Um, if it's like stone tools that you find, if it's really significant um, in terms of the type of stone tool, or the density per, per meter, a stone tool specialist could write up their own report. Um, okay. I guess similar to if, like, we had sent the pottery for analysis, what that would yeah. dig out. Yeah, so they'd write a separate report. Um, okay. But in terms of digging, like yeah. we do, and that for me was the biggest um, difference. Okay. Um, one, I've never dug a ditch before. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I, I might be under correction yeah but i don't think we have like iron age ditches or stone age ditches in south africa okay maybe maybe historical but i i am not sure okay so i've never dug a ditch i've done hot floors i've done burials i've done um like catchall enclosures or or crawls as we call them stone walling and that's what i've excavated and most of these things are generally seen above ground okay it's visible or graves are you sometimes you just find them yeah but generally the archaeology is on the surface okay or what remains of it is on the surface yeah we're here like there's so much stripping of topsoil and subsoil before you actually get to see the archaeology which I, yeah. is really interesting because you on site you're a meter down and only then the archaeology kind of becomes visible yeah so yeah that's that's kind of the biggest physical like difference i've seen in the field okay um but then in terms of, I guess, report writing, I mean, it's a report, it has a format, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's legislation, there's permits, that's kind of standard, I think, in, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. 
Um, have you ever fallen into a ditch? No, but I have slipped oh. on a couple of hole, like little post holes. Okay. Yeah, especially when it's like wet and muddy. Yeah. yeah and okay. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, luckily not. Okay. Never, never slipped in a ditch. Okay. That's yeah. good. <laughs> have you slipped on a ditch? Um, gotten close a couple times. Yeah. I've gotten close. Um, especially when I was digging a really deep one. Yeah. I just sort of like, sort of like a little slide. Oh, and I was just like, let's see. just let's just slide down here, and then uh, you know, I almost go all the way down. I'm yeah. like, this is this is not. Yeah, it's no, it's you. a different skill set that you need to get yeah. used to, like managing yourself yeah. and the wheelbarrow or the shovel. Yeah, or the the mattock as an extension of you in wet weather, in like full yeah. PPE, like with a hard hat, hard hat. It was also new to me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they'd be places especially in mines where you'd have to wear them. Mm. I've never had to wear one and yeah. dig in mud and rain. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. That was, that was, it was good to you, but you're used to it. You okay. get used to it. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. It's very true. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Yeah. I was no. going to say like sun hats Ooh. was the thing that we always, yeah. always you know, okay. had to wear. Yeah. I've, I've not had to wear a hat apart from a hard hat. Yeah. Because it's just been so cold and wet. And yeah. Not been sunny enough. Right. What's your ideal digging temperature or condition? Um, so in terms of being able to see the archaeology overcast, I've come to realize it's okay. really good here. Yeah. Um, but I would like it to be like that perfect, like sweet spot between not too hot, not too cold. Okay. Windy, but not freezingly like a chilly wind. Okay. So it's enough to keep you cool. Cools the okay. air, but you, you're not cold. All right. Um, like in temperature, maybe like a good 14, 15 degrees Celsius. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. sort of like around today. Yeah, today was like good. recent weather where I'm good. Yeah. dying. Like I need water. Yeah. I'm overheating. Yeah. Help. Yeah. I mean, I could okay. I could do hotter. You could do hotter. I could, yeah. As you long as I have water. enough water, yeah. Okay. Be fine. Yeah. All right. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the hot weather. Uh, yeah. The, the, the cold, it feels like it restricts me. Okay. But yeah. No, I, I work yeah. faster in the cold because yeah. I want to keep you warm. Are you stable? I want to keep warm. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's good motivation to yeah. stay warm, especially when you see the blizzard coming. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Or like the rain. You just the see rain. like the wall of water coming. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, no. Best time to strategize. Oh, yeah. Like, let's get it done. That one time we were like digging out that pit and just saw the wall of water coming closer and closer. Yeah. Terrifying. That, that, that's though the nice thing also about what the kind of office views, yeah. quote unquote, that we have. Like if these beautiful farming landscapes you could see for miles. It's, yeah. it's, it's nice to, to be able to look up from your mud. And see a little bit of blue skies, maybe some clouds, you yeah. know, nice flowers. Yeah, it, it makes a difference in, in, a, in a person's day. Yeah. Um, before you go. Yeah. Archaeology in one sentence. Oh, archaeology in one sentence. Oh, should I say something very profound? I mean, it's up to you. It's up to me. It's Ooh. up to you. I wouldn't, but that's just me. I would say like the past, but now. Okay. Like we 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 study the past, and mm -hmm. I mean it's relevant, but we try yeah. and make it relevant to people now still. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'd be like, let's 
dig some old holes. <laughs> it there's nothing that beats a good hole. Yeah. To dig. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. Thank you for showing up. Thank you, and I hope it's been interesting. It has been. Yeah. I've learned a lot. But yeah, thank you. It's a pleasure. Hey everyone. Hope you enjoyed hearing Shireen's story and learning a bit about South African archaeology. If you want to get in contact with me, feel free to send me an email at ditchpod at gmail.com. If you want to give me a follow on Twitter or X, my username is at ditchpod. And as always, stay hydrated, be a sponge, and I'll see you next time.